welcome back to our podcast. I am Jimmy. And I'm Crystal, and you're listening to Harnessing Light and, and Love. Love. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of, uh, what's that? Oh, that romance uh, lovey-dovey thing that would come on the radio with Dr. Drew. And people would usually call in with some like weird questions. Was that like the sex show? Or yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, like started off as something that's supposed to be like super like uh, loving, positive, and it just turned into this like weird like. I don't remember. I'm gonna ask the craziest, most embarrassing question. Right? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh man. No, I remember that. I'm not a I'm not a sex, sex teacher type sex ed teacher. So. Uh, well, I mean. I mean, I whoa, could, no yeah, age no. restrictions. <laughs> Okay. Well, I am glad that we are recording finally again because I feel like it's been a long time, but it really it's only been... Well, we didn't record yesterday, but and we recorded the day before. And it feels like forever. And it feels like forever. Well, I think it's because we are just... We're natural at this. This is what we just naturally jumped into and we just enjoy it now. Well, it's because we always used to talk. I remember we would have talks and they would be like, we should, we should totally record. Oh yeah, I've always, I've always, and especially when we go on road trips, that's when especially I'm like, because <laughs> we have all those hours. You know, talk. I can take the setup; it's mobile. That's true. <laughs> mm, maybe. I mean, we are planning a a, a trip soon, so Podcast we're gonna have to take on this. the road. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm down. It'll be our our on the road episodes. On the road. Again. And it'll just be like a bunch of like you know random stuff, and it'll be cool. Well, we always talk about random stuff. True. On our road trips. But as of lately, our last podcast was about manifestations. Yes. So the last episode, we talked about how to manifest things into your life using the law of attraction. And one of the things that we did share was a story towards the end of the podcast. We shared a story about myself and how I manifested love, which was, of course, Jimmy sitting right next to me. <laughs> That's right. I forgot you were telling that story he, and I had to like Yeah, you had to cut, cut you me. A yeah, short. we did we did go a little longer but than the other I ones. I have to admit that I'm glad we did because I feel like it pertains more to what we're going to be talking about tonight. Which if you've heard our other podcasts, I think we've mentioned it in all 3 uh prior to this one that we are going to call this one the Hallmark episode. That's right, Hallmark episode, and hopefully it doesn't get hit with, like, copyright stuff, because... Well, I mean, we're not, I mean, the Hallmark episode. It's not the Hallmark movie. Well, I don't even think that... <laughs> it could be a movie. So, hey, well, you know what? Maybe Hallmark will be like, whoa, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get their story, mm. make it into a movie... Okay, so That's that could true. be something. Something your mom is going to watch on repeat because yes. she loves the Hallmark. Yes, and the reason we're calling it the Hallmark episode, obviously, it's our, we're going to tell you our, uh, basically how we met and our whole love story, how we came to be. Yes, it's a very interesting one. But first, I want to go back to what you were originally talking about in the whole manifestation thing. Okay, so that uh, we were talking about things that we that you can manifest into your life. And towards the end, I said that you can also manifest love into your life. Manifest, you know, the uh, a significant other. Yeah, because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that feel kind of negative towards that. Or because they've had bad luck. Bad relationships. Bad relationships. Will definitely leave um, a sour taste in your mouth. And but also, we both know that from experience. Yes, we do. And that's what we're going to talk about, too. Of course. And also, I feel like people get kind of bad advice when it comes to certain stuff like that. You know, like, they'll say, like, oh, you got to play hard to get. Or, you know, you got to do certain things. Or it's like, there, um, do, there do, is, do you think we have to do all those well, things? Well, I would say that that isn't good advice just because i mean the very main thing that you want to do first did you want to talk about that what you have to yes okay so the main thing that people forget when they're i guess looking for love is to love yourself i mean how are you going to be able to love someone 
and have that person love you back if you don't even show yourself that same love that you want to receive. Right. That's very true. And so whatever other like dating tips that people have out there, like, oh, play hard to get. Oh, you know, I don't even know what because I've never played hard to get. I don't know what that even. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But um, yeah, any of those tips, I mean. I don't know if they work because I haven't tried them. But what I do know is that loving yourself will allow you to find someone that is worth your time because you're, you have to feel, you have to have worth for yourself. Like you have to feel worthy as far as um, who you are as a person. Yes, of course. You have to because how do you expect to receive that back if you don't even know what it feels like because you don't show it to yourself right. if you, you don't, don't show self you don't give yourself right. that that self-worth you don't give yourself that care mm-hmm. that uh that love how do you expect to be able to give it to someone else you can't even give it to yourself right or how do you expect to even receive that when you can't even give it to yourself it's like yourself is already almost creating a block Yes. Where you, you, you're not allowed to receive that. Right. So I think that a lot of the times these relationships don't work because either one or the other or both don't haven't mastered that loving yourself and you know having that self worth um, because it's a very healthy thing to have first before you go into a relationship because you want yourself and your partner. To be on the same level. Of course, you have to, but why is it so hard? Why is it so difficult to love yourself? I think I think it's just, it could be as easy as being in bad relationships, being hurt, whether emotionally, I mean, physically, these things you sometimes take a toll on you and you carry that with you. So another part of finding love is letting go of all that pain, letting go of all that, you know, I guess that uh that attachment to um you know that fear of just is the next person going to hurt me again. Right. So Do you think it also could stem from uh some kind of going far back as your childhood? Oh, absolutely. Not uh, maybe receiving that love from your, yeah, your from, parents yeah, from or your parents. even your siblings or yeah. anything like that? I mean, absolutely. I think that your parents are supposed to be your role models to show you what a relationship is. So absolutely. I mean, I have that. I mean, I have that same story of, of you know, my parents. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure, you know, your parents were a certain way, but I know I see your parents are still together. Yes. And, and, you know, they've been together for a really, really long time since their teenage years. Right. So, so what you saw was different than what I saw. Yes. Okay. And um, so, yeah, I think that that has a huge role in also, you know, the type of relationships that people get themselves into. They almost like emulate what they saw growing up, which was their parents' relationships. Yeah, and that explains a lot because there's a lot, I feel <clears throat> I feel like a lot of people don't give themselves that love back to themselves. But it doesn't come to a surprise because the divorce rate, right? and it's, it's huge. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, broken homes out there, and that goes to explain why we're at where we're at in certain times of our life with relationships Mm -hmm. i mean it's almost like it's been ingrained in us that's how we learned it so that's how we live it but there comes a time where you have to break that cycle because if you don't break that cycle it's you're gonna put it onto your kids that that's what they're gonna see and you don't want that for your kids so yeah someone has to stop that cycle yeah, um, and you don't want that for your kids, but I also believe you won't want that for yourself. Well, absolutely. You and don't want that for yourself. Yeah, so, How do we get rid of it? How do we stop holding back? Holding that? Just holding back from wanting it. Because I feel like some people do want it, but at the same time, they don't. They don't want to put that effort. They rather just live with 
whatever they live with that's not love. You mean being, um, what's the word? When you're... When you're settling, when you're... Uh, Comfortable. Yeah, like that comfort, that... Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I, that, that would explain, actually. They're, they're, they're comfortable where they are. Where they are. It's, yeah, it's but are a, they happy? Well, no. I they're mean, not, if, you, right? if you settle because, you know, you're just, okay, well, I'm used to this. And this is, you know, this is, you know... Is it really comfortable, though? I think it's more so... It's not really comfortable. It's 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 comfortable to a certain extent, I think. But then when you start to sit back and really look at it at the bigger picture, you realize you're really not that comfortable because you're not really happy. You know? Right. And I feel I can really talk from experience because I was in a long-term relationship before this but I was not 100% in it I mean I was absent more than 80% of the time you know and so I feel like the reason why I was there for so long is because of that I was comfortable so you were comfortable not giving 100% yeah I was comfortable but at the same time I wasn't happy and I feel like that kept me from growing um, oh, and, yeah. and, and, and just advancing in my awakening. And I feel like all of that, as weird as it is, changed the day that you and I met up again. And this would be about 2017 met up or 2011? <laughs> well, I would say 17, but I can even go as far back as... When you first, first, first met. When we re-met in 11 and when I saw you... In 15. In 15 in San Diego. But I want to say even when and we were kids. I remember just seeing you when we were like 15. <laughs> I remember seeing you and you just stood out to me. I feel like you and I clicked. Okay. So when do you want to get into the the story of us? Or are we Are we getting into that now? Or did you still want to... Talk a little more about. Well, I mean, I know you wanted to tell your your story about. I mean, that's what the Hallmark episode was supposed to be about. So, right? I mean, why not? Because we both Let's have our it. perspectives of how we met and how we came to be. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll we'll continue on 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 the relationships uh, as far as you know what to do, what not to do, but we did want to share our story just because we think it'll inspire people, give people hope. And then we can also, on, along the way, explain what to do and what not to do from our own experiences. Right. So we'll give tips along the way as we tell our story. Yeah. yeah. I think, why not? Okay. We're here. And you actually brought this sort of to my attention today, this day. Yeah. So this day, this <laughs> what we're recording, obviously, we won't post until hopefully tomorrow. Right. Um, or maybe, you know, if not tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay, well, tomorrow. <laughs> so today is June 30th, mm -hmm. 2020. Um, and exactly nine years ago today, you and I bumped into each other. Yes. And there's a picture that popped up on my Facebook memories of the day I went out that night. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what I'm wearing and everything because I went out... Um, and that's when I bumped into you at the bar. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think that that is a crazy synchronicity and it actually happens with our last podcast as well on manifesting. We talked about picturing mm, myself and, and you and the, and the kids in my new car on our way to Disneyland. And it's exactly how it happened that same day, uh, a whole year ago. That's so crazy. And not planned. No, Promise not planned. Promise you guys that this was not planned. Absolutely not. Or I didn't even think about it until we like were talking about mm -hmm. it earlier on on that day. And then obviously today we were, we were you told me about the picture. Yeah, it popped up. And, and, and I was like, this is what I was wearing that night. And you were like, yeah, that was that night. That was the night. 
thought yeah. that was crazy. Because we and and what was crazier is that neither one of us was living in the town that we bumped into. We our families were, and we both came to visit our families in the same town. So and just I, so happened to go to the same. To the same little bar in the little same little bar town. In the same little town. We're both living in big cities. We were both in uh, new chapters in our lives because yeah. you had just moved. You had just started this new relationship. Yes. I had uh, just started college like a year from like ago. Okay. So, but do you want to tell them? You want to go a little bit further back because we're we're kind of skipping a couple of. Yeah. No. For sure. Okay. So Jimmy and I met our freshman year in high school. Yes, this was yeah. This was in two thousand one. I want to say it was late February because I specifically remember it being after Valentine's Day. Say I didn't have no money. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> and uh, and I believe it was also before your birthday, which was March. March. So this was late February, early March type time frame, and it was back in 2001. We were freshmen that year, and um, yeah, we. you said that you had seen me before I actually first talked to you. Yes, I had seen you with the, your crew that you would run with. <laughs> The cool kids. Nah. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, but my friends were cool. <laughs> and, yeah, you stood out to me. Your hair stood out to me. Your smile. Them cheekbones. <laughs> and I was like, who is that girl looking all exotic like that? And I wanted to talk to you, but I couldn't because I was with, you know, in another relationship. Yes. Yeah. So was that the same relationship that the person that you were with? Ended up telling me, like, some bad things about you after you y'all broke up? Yes, yeah, so... <laughs> so, after that breakup, I started talking to you. And you and I just kind of, like, hit it off. Well, yeah, but not so much. Because I remember I had this... This bad view of you. Because that girl that you had dated actually would say a lot of bad things about you. Well, things that were untrue, right? Like, of oh, course, because oh, there are no bad things about me. Of course not. You're just such a <laughs> no, you know, just I mean, all high school girls did that. Where if they broke up with somebody and they were bitter about it, they would just, you know, be bless like, their poor little hearts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, whatever she said, I remember being like, oh well, I'm not gonna talk to him because he broke her heart, and I don't want to you know, involve myself with someone mm -hmm. like that. That's a bad <laughs> That's a bad guy. Seed. <laughs> a bad seed. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I you was were caught, You were caught in those rumors and gossip. I was. juicy gossip of me. But I, I was a freshman, so that's all that high school was about. Right. <laughs> but, but then... But, but then, then one you... fateful day, <laughs> I was actually in the nurse's office hanging out because I didn't really have too many friends. Um, and oh. I know I, I was need a like a sound effect. I need a sound effect board here. To... Oh, no, I don't need no one to. Oh, <laughs> don't don't pity. Don't pity me. <laughs> um, no, I didn't have many friends. So I would uh, from time to time, I would go hang out in the nurse's office during lunch and stuff like that because I didn't have anyone to sit with. I had right. Friends. Um, and I was so I was in the nurse's office just hanging out and in walks Jimmy. He was a skater boy. I was a skater boy. Yes. I was in that office probably because I needed a band-aid that had just came off. Yeah, so he probably went in there for some... Any excuse to get any out of class. Yeah, that's Honestly, how we were as that's kids. that's just how it was. <laughs> <laughs> so in he walks, coming in for a band-aid because he was skateboarding and he hurt himself. <laughs> um, and that's when I saw you and I was like... Of course i always thought you were super adorable so Aww. and i wanted to talk to you but i was like no i got to remember that there's bad things about him <laughs> he a bad boy <laughs> but um but you came up to me and you were like what's up yo what's up <laughs> come Maybe here often <laughs> <laughs> you're like uh, yeah with a sandwich in your mouth 
no, I'm just no, was, like, <laughs> no. So he just walked in and said hi, introduced himself, and I was just kind of like, "Yeah, I know who you are." <laughs> and um, but I don't know. He said something to make me laugh. And so I kind of just broke character where I was supposed to be all like standoffish and like not wanting to, you know. You gave in too much. I did. He was way too charming and way too adorable and I couldn't resist. And so therefore, whatever everybody said about him being just like this no good guy, it just went out the window. And I was like, how can he be? He's just so dreamy and charming. They have to be lying. He's funny. That boy funny. I yes. did make you laugh. I remember that. I remember making you laugh, but I think I wasn't trying to make you laugh. I was just being myself. Well, you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you made me laugh. And, and I got them numbers. And he got my number. And back then it was a landline because we had no sales. You know phones. what I'm saying? <laughs> Couldn't just track you down whenever. Nope. Had to call and get through my mom or dad first. So then we hit it off. Yeah, so we did. We hit it off. Um, we started talking on the phone at mm-hmm. home. We walked each other, or you walked me to my classes and mm-hmm. hanging hang out, out after school. Mm-hmm. Um, you would fake tutoring? Yes, I would tell my mom I needed to stay after tutoring mm-hmm. when I was like a straight-A student. I would tell my mom that I had detention, <laughs> which is more believable than actually getting tutored. <laughs> <laughs> That's so horrible. I know, right? If my mom wouldn't say nothing, she'd just be like... <laughs> my mom would just be like, okay, maybe she just wants to be even smarter. So, okay, tutoring. We'd Anyways. hang out at the park. I'd teach you how to skateboard. Yeah, we, we would. We would uh, just kind of chill and wait in line, the car line, just waiting. Well, we ended out. up... Yeah, so we ended up dating. Yeah. And we it went on until, well, school ended, which was... Back then it was in May. School ended in May. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we just kind of lost touch throughout the summer because I had very strict parents, so they didn't let me go out anywhere. I couldn't hang out with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't see him until sophomore year started. And But but you got to let them know that I did give you that call that we should be friends. Yeah, okay. so Because I was just Okay, so dumb. then... Well, he did kind of break my heart a little bit because <laughs> I wanted to continue the relationship through summer, but Teenage Hormones over here decided that um, he, since he wasn't going to be able to see me all summer, he just would rather be friends. And, um, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. Well, I was still a virgin, so I wasn't all experienced like you. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> Age restriction, please. <laughs> I am a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, so yeah, that did happen. It was it but, was sad but for I me. Was, I meant it. I wanted to be your friend so bad because well, I, I did. I have. I felt. I have felt this huge, strong connection with you. Right. And you wanted. Yeah, you wanted to be. Um, so yeah, you wanted to be friends and I guess I understood, but it still kind of broke my heart because I, I felt love for you more than a friend and for you to be like, well, let's just be friends because we can't see each other. That kind of. Well, I wanted to remain friends because I wanted to keep talking to you and I figured maybe we can like pick up right where we had left off. (laughs) The following year. Yeah. When we could see each other. Yeah, exactly. So it was just take a break so that you could do your little teenage hormone things then. No, it was just because I didn't want to... Well, I'll never... I didn't want you to be tied down to me so you can have Tied your, down to... So you can have your summer of 69. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're... <laughs> me that couldn't... I was tied down to my room because I couldn't leave. <laughs> but that was about it. Anyways, you did it for what whatever reasons you, you did it for. Right. And that was in the past. So when we came back to school, of course, I was super excited to see you again. I thought we could. And we did, sort of. We started to. Well, we we said we saw each other in the hallway. Yeah. And I went up and said hi to you, tried to talk to mm-hmm. you. And then one of your exes decided to come, come up like and a, harass me. Like a junkyard dog. <laughs> yeah, so his ex harassed me and 
I was embarrassed because he said that he didn't know who I was. Okay. But you have to understand <laughs> where that came from, okay? Crystal, at this point, you didn't have many friends. No, I a didn't. A lot of people were against you A lot of people did not like me. Because of bad rumors and gossip that was going around about Right, me. that I was a boyfriend stealer. That was this the This person, she was kind of crazy, okay? And... I didn't want anything bad to happen to you. So I was like, he you know what? Want... I'm going to I'm going to try my best to just kind of Right. Just, you he, know. He wanted to keep me safe from getting, I guess, beat up, right? Cuz these were the types beat of girls that would be beat up and picked on even more and I I figured, you know, if I could defuse this, this situation that's happening right now cuz it was it was literally happening right, right then and there. Right. So the best thing you could say was, I don't know who that girl yeah, is. Yeah, like and I wanted to just be like, you know what? Let's just walk away. Because I didn't want that for you. Because mm-hmm. no way I was going to watch that go down. Like, no way. I was mm-hmm. not going to let that happen. And I tried my best to come back and explain that to you. But you shut me down. Well, I was one but embarrassed. Of okay, course. Okay, I, well, I agree. Let me, get, let me get this out. Because I think I need to express myself as a woman. Express yourself. <laughs> I did not, and it's the truth, I did not want to hear anything that came out of his mouth because one he had already broke my heart by just saying he wanted to be friends during the summer yeah and two because i came up to him with just this you know just this love that that i seeing you again after not seeing you for those months yeah and i was so excited and it was just like hey, you know, and wanting to start this up again. And then all of a sudden, some girl just starts yelling at me. And then you're like, look, you look right at me. You're like, I, I don't I don't know who that is. Mm. And so you, you denied even knowing me. And of course, that broke my heart way worse than the first time. Of course. So why would I? No, I don't blame you. And so, yeah, so that was basically like us not talking anymore until that was it that was it until senior year because we did have a class together we did but it was very little interaction because i was still upset you were still upset but you would still talk to me i would and laugh at my jokes and i and you didn't know it but the whole time i just wanted so badly to not be mad at you to just be like hey you know i'm sorry that i didn't give you a chance to apologize like I want to still be friends. I want to, you know, but I think that, um, and I guess we can talk about our first tip right here. I was holding on to that. Like it was just this grudge against what you'd done to me that I couldn't let it go. I couldn't, you know, forgive you, I guess. I was angry with you. You were angry with me and I felt that energy. And that explains why after so many years that went by after that, I still felt that guilt. I still felt bad. Yeah, because he didn't ever apologize to me in high school because I guess he tried to, but I didn't give him a chance. And then senior year, well, that was just pretty much everybody had their own path that they were going on, so no one really paid attention to anything other than, you know, future goals. You know, what am I going to do as soon as I graduate? So... Even though we shared a class and we saw each other every day because it was English, so that was a class that you had every mm-hmm. day, you still didn't say anything. There were so many times that you could have and you didn't, and I, I know there were so many times that I could have been like, hey, you know, just so you know, I forgive you. I'm not mad at you anymore. But neither one of us did. I yeah. think that pride really got in the way. And also, I think that me holding that grudge against what you'd done, I guess... I should have heard you out, and I didn't. So, yeah, but we were kids. We didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know. We don't. We didn't know that. But now we do know that. Now we know. Yeah, but back then we didn't. Back know then that. we did not know because you're right. We were teenagers, yeah. and since- I was embarrassed. I mean, I probably did want to apologize to you, but I think I was kind of like, one, it's been a few years now, and if I say anything. And you make it seem like it wasn't a big deal at all. I was going to feel really stupid. What if I did make it into a big deal and started yelling at you again? Then I would have felt really embarrassed. <laughs> so either way, either you way it was not good. See? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so we graduate. We go our own separate ways. Um, seven years, actually. Fast forward. Fast seven forward, years. Seven years. Um, this was... 2011. 2011. 2011. 2011. In the summer. And this is the day we're talking about, June 30th. Uh, So it's actually today, nine years ago. Exactly. Yes. Probably around this time. So this was seven years after we graduated in 2004. Mm -hmm. And nine years ago today, Mm -hmm. we both came. You were living in San Diego. You were visiting. I was living in San Antonio. I was visiting. Yep. And we both decided to visit the same little bar in the same little town that we were from. Yep. Uh, So we bumped into each other, and that was kind of magical in itself. It was, because I saw you, and I saw you because my cousin that was with me pointed you out, and I was like, "Uh, duh, I saw her already. (laughs) (laughs) Duh, I saw her already, but I'm still too scared to talk to her. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I had just gotten there, and I needed a few drinks, okay, a little liquid courage, (laughs) not to dance, to talk to you. Yeah. Because I, after all of these years, I still felt bad. And what was the first thing after you came up and talked to me first? What? what how did we start that conversation? So I saw him. Okay. I He says that he saw me before I saw him, which is probably true. Um, I remember that night because I was out with my sister's. And I was super confident because my sister did my hair and my makeup because I've never been one to kind of just get all nice and girly and cute. Um, And so I was feeling myself, had my hair done, makeup done. And I was, I went in and I remember seeing you. And I was just for sure that was you, but super confused because I'm like, what is this guy doing here? Like, I haven't seen him in this so town long. since yeah seven years ago yeah i disappeared you did you did you completely left texas and um and so yeah but i was like you know what i want to talk to him because i saw him of course all those feelings came rushing back and not the bad ones the really good ones of oh my gosh he is so cute i have to go talk to him <laughs> and since i was feeling myself and that confidence that i had i walked right up there to him and i was like hey Remember me? Yep, you did. <laughs> like nothing. <laughs> I was like, hey, what's up? Yeah, and I could tell you were nervous. Mm-hmm, I was Because you didn't know if I well, was going to be like, hey, remember me? I didn't know if you going to cause a scene. Yeah, hey, remember me? Splash. <laughs> Liquor in your eye. Burning. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I didn't come in it like that. No. I came in it from a place of complete love because, I don't know, I seeing you just made me realize how much I didn't have you, how much I missed you, you know, didn't have you in my life and just missed you. Yeah. So it just kind of woke up that same feeling from when we were kids. In the nurse's office. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, and, and just you ended up before I even was like, what are you doing here? How you been? Blah, blah, blah. You were like, before you go any further, I just have to, (laughs) I have to say, I am so sorry for how everything went down in the hall that day. Yeah, and he did. He said it exactly like that. And I just remember without even changing my face or my attitude. Yeah, I was smiling through what I was smiling through his apology because I just I was looking at him. He was there in front of me and that (laughs) alone was making me happy. And I just remember without breaking character or nothing, because I was just in this good mood, I was like, that was so long ago. Like, that, I don't even remember that anymore. Because I like, did. You're like, that's. You're like that's in the past, and I was like, no, but still, I was like, I feel bad, and I'm I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And you were like, that's okay. Yeah, which I thought it was sweet, and I was like, okay, well, you know, obviously, I forgave him. I accepted his apology because. Yeah. I didn't even I wouldn't even have cared if you did because at that moment I just wanted to catch up and that was it. And I did too. Then that's all I wanted to do was just hang out with you that night. And and yeah, even after everything went down, I gave you a call that night. Yep. 
and we hung out. We talked. We we after we left the yeah. bar, mm-hmm. you you called me and you said if I could give you a ride. Yes, my ride um, was <laughs> not available to give me a ride. <laughs> and had a little too much to drink, and I was not about to let them drive like that. And, right. And I needed to get home. And it was late, and I was like, you know what? Let me just see if she's free. Maybe we can talk for a little bit, and then she can drop me off. That'd be cool. And we talked until, like, 4 in the morning. Yes. So I was driving you Mm -hmm. home at, like, 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, so we stayed up talking. Yep. In my car, hanging out. And I remember just going to sleep, like... Well, I remember before that, just wanting to jump your bones. But I was in a relationship, and he was in a relationship. Yes, and so, nothing went down. And nothing happened. And it's it's crazy that nothing happened, because I was waiting for you to make the first move, and you were waiting for me to make the first move, and neither one of us made the move, because we were like, uh... Nervous yeah, we were kids nervous. again. Yeah. But it's that strong connection I remember feeling, because after you dropped me off, I felt it. That next day... I felt it. I wanted to see you again. But I was leaving that you next You were day. leaving. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't. And then, I mean, I guess, then we kept in touch social well, media. Well, we did social media, but then I think 2012, 2013. You had a, you had a couple rough years. Yeah, I did. Um, and so we kind of lost touch. But 2014 was our 10-year high school reunion. Mm-hmm. That's how we got to, like, really talking on a daily basis because we were, like... You wanted me you? to go. I and, did. And I wish I would have gone. But I was just, you know, right. doing my own thing in Cali. And I was, like, I just... I don't, to go back over there, and I know I was going to run into some faces that I probably didn't want to see. But that's what high school reunion are about yeah i know but i mean i know i ran into a face that i did not want to see <laughs> and i ended up hanging out with her that night oh man so yeah that same girl that yelled in my face in the hallway i ended up hanging out with her only because <laughs> i was hanging out with who she was friends with so yeah that would have been real fun for all of us to have been together at the reunion <laughs> Maybe we could have just redone that scene a little bit differently. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, you didn't attend. I did. Um, And after that, I just remember talking to you about that one girl that I was hanging out Mm -hmm. with. And how she was confessing her love for you still, even after all of these years. I don't get that. I don't either. <laughs> Wait, no, I do because I was obsessed with you for so Ooh. long. No, I'm kidding. No, I wouldn't call it obsessed because that's a little strong. You still are. Well, now I'm obsessed with you and it's okay <laughs> because we're together. But if we ain't together, I ain't going to obsess over you. All right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Okay. So anyways, let's see. So then you, that next year you went and took a vacation. Yeah. Okay. So then, so then. April, uh, no, March mm-hmm. of 2015, yep. so that was a year after the reunion, uh, I ended up taking a vacation out to San Diego, and I remember telling you, hey, I'm going to be in your neck of the woods, mm-hmm. let's were, hang out. You were with your significant I other I was, though. I was with the same significant other from back in 2011. Yep. So, yeah, and even then, that connection, when I saw you, I just could not, I I wanted you still. Yeah. Why? Like, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I just wanted to be alone with you. I'm sorry about, I'm sorry to my significant other that I was with, but that's when I knew I did not love him at all. Yeah. Like I thought I did, because how could I be next to you and just be so strongly connected to you to just want to be like, let's let's you and I run away together. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I knew that I wasn't in love with who I was with. Um, yeah, I mean, I just I remember seeing you out there and not wanting you to go back, but I knew you had to go back. And then I remember I reached out to you like around I think that next year in like around August time. So, to hang out in yeah. Austin. So we and yeah. So so early in 2016, I ended up breaking it off with that same person that I was with, my significant other, um, because you know after the rest of 15, it was just 
constant fighting and I just knew that that was not the relationship that I needed to be in. Um, so we broke it off early 2016 and I remember later on in August 2016 you had tried to, you were in town or not in town but you were in Texas and I wanted to go see you but I just, I couldn't. Yeah. You know, I just. And I, I remember being bummed out about yeah. that too. I mean, I, but I was yeah. like, well, there's another date available next year. Yeah. And that date was. Was in, was in April. I think I got, I got in like April. Yeah. It was April like 2017. 17, 18, 19, 20, something like that. I think mm-hmm. I left that next. That, I think I extended it that weekend and I left that Monday. But yeah, I hit you up. Was um, it like a Thursday? It was Thursday, yeah, April 20th yes. of 2017. Mm-hmm. And I remember because it was 420. 420. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, you invited me out to Houston. Mm-hmm. You had a hotel. Yep. And um, I went to hang out with you just to talk. We had Waterburger. We had Waterburger and we had and Red Bull and Vodka. Waterburger. <laughs> <laughs> What a burger. You need to stop. Okay, so uh, let's just say that we I did intentionally go there to talk, but I had other intentions, if you know what I mean, and that was the night. That was the night. It just, it, it all just kind of like, it was like a culmination from all of those years and all, yes. of, all of those times that we were, that we had bumped into each we other. constantly crossing paths. And not once ever even laid a finger on each other or anything, and it just finally just... It reached that point where it just there that was just build too up much. was so yeah and it was a magical night it was it was <laughs> and, and uh, I remember the next day I was like I need to see her again even though we you had thought that it was it was a one time thing right and it wasn't because the connection that I felt well I was hoping it wouldn't be because I remember going in scared like you know what. And like, oh, and as I was saying in the last uh, podcast, I was at that moment where, you know, him and I, him and uh, me and Jimmy <laughs> had been talking uh, as friends. And I remember that was that moment in my life where I was like, this is what I want in a relationship. Yeah. And if I can't have this, I'm not settling. Yeah. And like we said before, settling is what people do. These yeah. days. And I mean, that's what I had done yep. until I re-met with you and then I decided it was time for me to to finally step out of that comfort zone and follow my heart mm-hmm. instead of it just, you know, just letting it remain dormant. And I, that's why neither one of us viewed that night as a one-time, yeah. little one-night stand no, type thing. No, because I felt, I felt that connection. This, it was a connection I'd never felt before with anything or anyone mm-hmm. ever except with you from the moment that I saw you when we were kids and all those nights that we ran into each other up until that night and then it just all made sense to me that you were that person who I was looking for and had been looking for you I wrote about you in my journal a year before and I, I would talk about me, yeah. and and yeah, I didn't tell him that I wrote about him in my journal until after we were together. But a year before that night on four twenty, I wrote in my journal all the things that I wanted in a man. And I remember also adding, "I want someone that is exactly like." Jimmy Castro because I know that I can't have Jimmy Castro because he's my best friend but I want someone that is exactly like him and I guess writing that down basically I, I just manifested you into my life because I wrote your name I said I want a man exactly like him even though maybe I can't have exactly him but that's what I want and and you know what? Letting go of just, I put that out there, I let it go, and I guess I got Jimmy Castor. <laughs> yeah, because at that point, you you had just, you were doing your own thing. You had learned to stop um, 
not loving yourself. You you had this appreciation for yourself. You started respecting yourself. Yes. You you started just focusing on you instead of everyone else. You were just like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna take some time I for did. myself. And you had started the year before that. Mm-hmm. Up it was, until that point, yeah. that the night that we that we uh, that we met up, mm-hmm. and that then took you to the next chapter where we are now. Yeah. So we. So yeah. After that night. Um, that was it. We just kept that seeing each other and yeah. we just were that we were inseparable and you ended up making the move and coming to live out mm-hmm. here and and it's crazy cuz it wasn't like okay, well there's not much going on here. I guess I'll go out there. I had a lot going for myself out there. I had you built had a this, life. Yeah. I had built this career. I had um this inside the in, the industry mm-hmm. where it took me a long time to get into. And I broke through, and I had a band, and we were playing shows. I mean, there was so much going on out there, and when it came down to it, none of that mattered. Like, none of that mattered. All I know was that you mattered. Because as much as I was doing all of those things, the happiness that I got when I was with you paled in comparison. It did. And so, I mean, that's why I think it's good for us to share this story because I feel like there's hope out there for anyone and everyone. Yeah. But you just have to learn to feel that love on your own first. Learn to love yourself. Yeah. Give yourself that chance. Forgive yourself for anything, whatever it is, forgive yourself first. Mm -hmm. Forgive others don't hold on to grudges. Absolutely. It doesn't matter who did what, who said what. None of that matters. Let go of all of that hate, all of those grudges, all of those fears. And allow love to enter your heart. Love yourself. Because we're all beautiful creatures inside. We're all beautiful. And if you were to just see that and embrace it, it's surprising how much will just come to you in huge amounts. All this love will start coming out. And it doesn't have to be from all these sources, or it could be, but it could just be one individual that can give you that. And I feel like I found that with you. You are my twin flame. You are, I feel your energies all the time. You are like my mirror. Yes. And, um... You're, you saying all this stuff is just bringing everything back. And so, yes, we are connected in such a crazy way that nobody really understands until they have that connection with someone. And I promise you can feel what this feels like, what Jimmy and I have. If you, yeah, just learn to love yourself. Don't hold any grudges. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. I mean, love onto others how you want to be loved. Mm-hmm. And that love is going to come to you. The, the best way to manifest love is to love yourself and then put that love out into the world. And just let go of needing to find that person. Because I promise you, you can write a list down of the things you want your person to be. And then just love yourself. Let that love out into the world. And let go of that list that you wrote. And I promise you, it's it will come to you. Mm-hmm. There's just no way that it can't. Because the second that I let go and just was like, I'm not going to settle, but but that's it. I'm just going to keep loving everybody as if, you know, the way that Jesus loved everyone. That's yeah. how that's the mentality that I had in my mind. Yeah. Love like Jesus did. And the minute I did that and I let go was the night that you and I finally came together. Yep. And everything was perfect. Mm-hmm. And we just, we were inseparable. 
and now we're just we're connected on a level that you know it's it's inexplainable unless you've you've felt it before right and i'm pretty sure a lot of listeners hopefully do know what we're talking about and honestly that is the best thing right there and keep doing what you guys are doing and for everyone out there who is still has not found anyone yet just don't worry trust me that person is out there for you and honestly i feel like our next podcast should be on relationships again because i feel like we still need to talk about the people that have that we know personally who had given up oh who had no hope and just that's true boom out of nowhere just you know after a few talks with them and them listening it just kind of happened for them and i think the next one should be should be us About covering the, yeah, that yeah that absolutely and these have these are very recent stories from very. this year mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep. y'all you guys are gonna be in for a treat for these i guess manifestation stories of love that we had you know what's it called that we had um like uh, invited a part in. or yeah, we had like, a part in, in helping them. Yeah, yes. we, big time. Yeah, okay, so that's what it is. So we had a big part in helping these people that we're And honestly, talk about. that's why I feel so strongly, you know, in talking about it because we've experienced it and we've talked we've to people. We've helped people. And who, yeah, who have also learned from it and are now just kind of so we're seeing their success stories yeah Yeah. and it's cool and we're like well you know what what if what if you guys the listeners were to take the advice what could happen i mean you really have nothing to lose right so why not give it a shot yeah the only thing you have to lose is just fear and grudges (laughs) and and anger resentment yeah have all that to lose (laughs) and that would be a good thing exactly (laughs) but unfortunately i think our time has run out yep and i'm glad that we did this this podcast it was long overdue yes that keeping y'all waiting for that hallmark episode this is it (laughs) this is our story um and we can't wait for the next podcast where we tell you other stories like ours that's right so thank you guys once again for listening we are definitely uh getting that feedback and we're seeing those listeners numbers going up as well oh yeah and that's awesome (laughs) that's actually pretty awesome so Thank you guys again for listening. Yes, thank you so much. Until we meet again on this spiritual journey. Yes, we are sending all our love and our positive vibes out to you all. Positive vibrations.